From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm Shana Gallego with your latest news. Cayman's governor and premier have jet off to the UK for the upcoming coronation. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solins has this report. Her Excellency the Governor Jane Owen and Honorable Premier Wayne Panton are in the United Kingdom to witness King Charles III officially ascend to the throne. Governor Owen and Premier Panton are expected to attend a number of events in the UK, including a reception at Buckingham Palace in advance of the coronation and a small islands developing states breakfast hosted by UK Foreign Secretary and Member of Parliament James Cleverley. Premier Panton and members of his team will participate in a number of bilateral meetings and events, such as the UK Overseas Territories Association Political Council meeting. The following week, Governor Owen and Premier Panton will be joined by Attorney General Samuel Bulgin, Minister for Financial Services and Commerce Honorable Andre Ebanks, and Chief Officer for the Ministry of Financial Services and Commerce Dr. Dax Basteo to attend the Cayman Finance Breakfast Briefing. And at the invitation of Speaker of the House and Member of Parliament, the Right Honourable Sir Lindsay Hoyle, the Premier will attend the Prime Minister's Questions session, where he will be able to observe Prime Minister the Right Honourable Rishi Sunak answering topical questions from members of Parliament in the House of Commons chamber. Governor Owen and Premier Panton will also attend the Overseas Territories Parliamentary Conference and the Overseas Territories Joint Ministerial Council Plenary Sessions. I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins. Members of the public can watch the coronation live from the UK on Facebook, YouTube and CRGTV on Saturday from 1.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. On Wednesday, Kim Allen's representative to the UK, Dr. Tasha Ebanks-Garcia, attended the first Royal Garden Party of King Charles III reign by invitation of the King and Queen Consort. The royal family's annual summer garden parties hail back to a tradition that began in Queen Victoria's reign as a way of recognizing and rewarding people who have made a significant contribution to the life of their community. Dr. Ebanks Garcia then joined the Premier for a special reception for the British Overseas Territories Defence and Police Forces at the House of Commons that evening, hosted by the Speaker of the House. The Kim Allen's Regiment will be joining other Overseas Territory Regiments and Defence Forces during the coronation of King Charles III on Saturday, May 6th. It is said to be the largest military ceremonial parade in the UK in 70 years, with around 6,000 personnel from British, Commonwealth and Overseas Territories Armed Forces. Lawmakers approve a private member's motion asking government to set up a fair employment commission. Whereas unemployment is still a challenge for many Caymanians in the labor force, and whereas the Caymanians constitution affirms our commitment to being a country with an immigration system that protects Caymanians, gives security to long-term residents, and welcomes legitimate visitors and workers, be therefore resolved that government considers establishing a fair employment commission to ensure Caymanians are given every rightful opportunity to secure jobs that they're qualified for so that they may provide for their families. But in town MP Chris Saunders tabled the motion. Labor Minister the Honorable Dwayne C. Seymour told him the pact-led government is on board. The establishment of a Fair Employment Commission will provide a mechanism to investigate and address complaints of unfair treatment in the workplace and in hiring practices alongside our immigration and labor laws. This project aligns with our government's commitment to promoting human rights and equality, and I'm proud to be part of it. I believe that creating a fair and inclusive workplace culture will not only benefit employees, but also lead to increased harmony, productivity, and economic growth. The motion passed unanimously. 
Budget shifts take center stage at Cabinet's April 25th meeting. This report now from Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller. Much of the discussion surrounded the Georgetown landfill. Cayman's leaders approved the creation of a new executive asset, EA-165. This will be set aside for Georgetown landfill remediation works. As part of this, ministers agreed to shuffle some funds, including pulling $21.6 million from the 2022 budget for equity investment to the Ministry of Sustainability and moving it to the 2022 line item for the Georgetown landfill remediation works. For 2023, they did the same for $2.2 million in funding. They then agreed to, quote, carry forward the unused portion of EA-165 from fiscal year 2022 to this year. There were also two other budget issues this morning. Cabinet moved $300,000 in appropriation funding from sports and cultural tourism programs assistance to the line item Central Scranton Park. They also rubber-stamped an increase to financial assistance by more than $5.2 million. It was at this meeting that Cabinet approved the publication of the consultation draft of the Climate Change Policy 2023-2040 and have since initiated the 60-day public consultation process. It was also this meeting where Cabinet signed off on orders to restrict the importation of cars made before 2000. I'm Carsley Fuller. At this meeting, Cabinet also gave the green light for nine companies to apply for restoration to the Cayman Islands Register of Companies and approved a rezoning proposal for consideration in Parliament. Speaking of the Georgetown landfill. Can the Honourable Minister advise whether any improvements have been made to the management of the Georgetown landfill, including compacting and covering the waste material? and whether the DEH is continuing to regularly douse the landfill with water in an effort to prevent fires. Answering a question posed by Deputy Leader of the Opposition, Joey Hugh, Health Minister the Honorable Sabrina Turner told MPs in Parliament that site management involves sorting and recording data on local garbage intake, followed by landfill-designated waste being compacted on the mound. Due to constant use of the fleet and equipment, the DEH admittedly deals with machines shortage and breakdowns, which affects does not halt service delivery. Now, during episodes of equipment failure, the DEH partners with private subcontractors for equipment rentals. Ms. Turner told MPs government is in the process of upgrading the equipment with a new excavator arriving this past October, a new compactor landing in April, and a new bulldozer set to arrive in June. Once all are fully functioning, Compaction rates and coverage usage will increase, thereby enhancing the DEH landfill operations. Marl, when available from local suppliers, is used to fill the site. She says the Department of Environmental Health, DEH, tries to do this monthly, but sometimes this is constrained by Marl supply issues. As for regular dousing of the landfill with water to prevent fires, the minister says that is not, quote, feasible. Students at Lehman E. Scott Senior High School are set to benefit from the freshly relaunched Cayman Finance lead team. CIGTV's Donna Bush has more. LEAD will help students learn more about the financial services industry and the available careers. Anita Law of Cayman Finance shares the details with us. Basically, it's a student education and workshop program that's available to students that are in year 12 um, and thinking about a career in financial services. It's really important to be over here on Cayman Brack. These uh, students here should have access to the same opportunities as, as kids in Grand Cayman. The fantastic thing about this program is that it will provide them with workshops to learn about financial services, mentorships uh, with people within the, the financial services, 
services industry as well as a work experience uh, internship in the summer in Grand Cayman um, or in Cayman Brac if we're able to offer it. Now, if you would like to find out more about the LEAD program, you can go online to CFLEAD, that's CFLEAD.KY. That's CIGTV's Donna Bush there. And we'll leave you with this one. The Water Authority Cayman celebrates 40 years with the launch of the Geology of the Cayman Islands by Dr. Brian Jones. Radio Cayman's April Cummings has more. It took me a solid year to sit down and just start writing to produce the book, you see. But the data and everything that's in there, ideas, it took me 40 years. Dr. Brian Jones is Professor Emeritus of Geology, Department of Earth and Atmospheric Sciences, University of Alberta, Canada. But since the early 80s, Dr. Jones, his colleagues and students have been conducting scientific geological research throughout the Cayman Islands. Now he's written a 300-page book that brings together a wealth of that information. What I wanted to do is put everything together in a hopefully cohesive fashion. And... Hopefully people can understand. Now, there are some segments of it that are also fairly high scientific level. Um, may, people may not understand, but I've tried to also balance it so that everybody can learn something from it. And plus, it's a repository of all the information and data that's been collected. As to why the work matters, Dr. Jones has a simple answer. With so much development on the islands, and so much need for increasing water supplies and all the other issues that are going on, uh, the geology becomes very important. You, you cannot just simply drill a hole in the ground and dump stuff down. It doesn't work. So you need to know what's going to happen. And as a geologist, we do our... We do our best to try and predict. It's not foolproof, but any insights we can provide will help. And help it has, informing in particular the work of the Water Authority as it developed reverse osmosis plants so that we can all have access to clean drinking water. April Cummings, Radio Cayman News. 50 copies of the book have been donated to use in secondary schools, public libraries, and various government organizations. The public can order a copy of Dr. Jones' book at the next chapter bookstore in Kamana Bay or at the National Trust Office in South Sound. That is your latest local news. From Radio Cayman's newsroom, I'm Shana Gallego.